Hello. We are glad you found us. Please sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Welcome to When Life Attacks. Sucks trying to intro the show, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Travis McFalls here, your number one sunshine pumper coming at you. Jim said I've been uh, a little too moody with uh, the way we've been coming in lately when we do the show. Now, keep in mind, we record the show right after I get done with work on Monday, which in my field of work is always inevitably the busiest day of the week. And it's an ass kicker. So most of the time, yeah, I do come in here. I'm just like, what the fuck am I even going to talk about today? Hi. Yeah, I'm here. How are you, Jim? How are you, Jim? I'm good. Thanks. I'm just, I'm just watching the colorful explosion that is your decompression. <laughs> oh, yes. Ah, it's going to be a good show. It should be a good show. I have all kinds of stuff uh, that we've uh, you know discussed here that we might want to talk about. Where do you want to start this week? I don't even know where to pick. You've let's, got the list. Let's, let's give them a rundown. I want to start telling them a little bit before we go through the whole show some of the things we want to touch on. And then you guys can get back to us and tell us which one you want to hear first. Well, uh, <laughs> I just... I, I, it's it's not going to happen. <laughs> can, can we hook them a little bit? <laughs> all right. All right. Can, when they come in, can we say, well, we're going to talk about these things, and then they can you know, voluntarily. You know what I would love though? Like is if we try this today and then we absolutely talk about nothing that we have because we do tend we do to that go all the time. Yeah. We do that all the time. That's why I'm like, okay, let's see, let's see, let's see if it'll actually work for us to stick to a script. All right. Well, I went and saw a new movie, The Accountant, is one thing we'll talk about. A rough review, non spoiler cast. Um we'll talk about the soap factory. I went to one of the scariest haunted houses in the Midwest. I go annually, and I have thoughts on that. Um, we're going to talk about Obi-Wan and a piranha effort on his behalf. Yeah, yeah. He cannibalized a certain amount of your life. <laughs> and we may or may not get around to several other issues that are timely for this time of year. I, mean, I wouldn't say that's a perfect summary of the show, but if we get to all of that, I'll be impressed. Yeah. Uh, driving in today, actually, into work on, um, so, you know, I take 35E to get here. That's like a major interstate. North-south interstate. Yep. 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 North-south interstate. And I take it south to get here. And when you're getting off there on the 42 exit, you notice it's got like the two right lanes and it says no turn on red. Mm -hmm. 
and then you see the people make the right on red. Right. You ever do it? Are you one of those people? I am typically not the person that just is in total defiance of safety. <laughs> right. I get what they're trying to do there. I'm, uh, you really, you really, yeah, you're, you're late for work. You know, you're, you're trying to get to where you need to go. I mean, it's a right, it's a simple right hand turn. No one's coming. It's not going to hurt anyone. It's not like you're making a left turn. Right. No one's coming. Um, but yet for some reason, you know, they always give you those personality tests. The light's red. No one's around. It's 2 a.m. Do you go? Yep. Are you a risk taker? Yep. Or are you a rule follower? Nope, not a rule follower. The right hand from the freeway onto the busy road there, you don't mess with it because it's an immediate $300 fine, and the only time you ever need to do that is when it is, in fact, busy. Yeah. Otherwise, it's go ahead. Right. So whenever I'm on that road, yeah, I always, I'm the guy. I'm sitting there waiting for it to turn green. Are you, let's, you know I'm big on etiquette. Oh, yeah, huge. You know? And social consideration uh, for those new listeners. Uh, in other words, are you a fucking prick? <laughs> are you a fucking prick? And, and the reason I'm asking, when you're in a four, it's, te- it's technically a four lane road, two lanes on either side. So when you're on going, let's just say on the right side of the road, you're you know in the closest lane. Would that be the inner lane? Is that the exit lane is the inner lane? Wouldn't that be the outer lane? Is it the, well, I thought the outer lane was a passing lane. So the right lane is the inner lane and the outer lane is the left lane. Is that correct? I have no idea. Well, I always view it like constant speed, non-passing lane. Is yeah, you've the got lane the cruising right. lane. You've got your cruising lane. Yep. And then you've got your fast lane. Yep, your passing lane. Yep. Now, what kind of an asshole sits in the passing lane Absolutely parallel to a car in the in the cruising lane. Oh yeah. Oh, I get that a lot. Who does that? Oh man, that happens a lot on thirty five out here. That well, happens a lot everywhere. When somebody does that to me, it's really the only time I feel pure violence. <laughs> now I get it. If you kind of space out, like you're in the passing lane, and then you kind of, for whatever reason, you know, maybe you're listening to a song or something, you slow down a little. You know, your foot's not always perfect. Um, and then you realize, oh shit, I'm syncing it up, you know, go fast. Uh, my problem with it is when the person sees you passing them and then they get that fucking ego trip, like, well, no one passes me. This is my fucking road. I like how they're immediately Southern, right? <laughs> the well, I'm sorry. The worst uh, place I've ever been for traffic that I've ever lived is Texas. Any city, any city in Texas. It's just been the worst. Just fuck you. This is my fucking road. Fuck out of my way. So we've lost Pennsylvania. Mary. We've lost Texas. Parts of England. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you, though. I do. There's that guy that will not let you pass him. And then I feel like there's another person. He speeds up. They speed up. He's, he's, he's trying to, he's, he's, he feels that way. He's, he, he's, he's compensating yes. for something. Because yes. he, wait a minute, I'm getting beat. Oh, I was going too slow. I'm not too slow. Fuck you. How do you feel about the person that's going to control traffic? By Real quick, by the way, Texas, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. You, great food. Texas, great, best food I've had in my life. Come, you know, hands down, Texas was awesome for that. Uh, but driving? They all drive we, and you we've just all shit got, on all of them. We've got dickheads everywhere. 
We've got them here in Minnesota. Oh, we've got them in Minnesota. Yeah, but you just shit on I'm them. I'm just saying the highest concentration of asshole drivers that I've seen was in Texas. Yeah, you slapped mom and now you're apologizing. Like, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to hit I you. I didn't slap mom. Well, you did if you were, if you were Texas. I don't know. I just, I felt in Texas, it was very much survival every time I got into a car. I don't feel that way in most other states I've been, but in Texas, it's very much you know, you're, am I going to make it today? You're rolling the dice. That's funny because actually in Texas to get to work, I had to drive 35, uh, uh, interstate 35 down there as well. And totally different experience, 35 in Texas and 35 in Minnesota. I can tolerate, I can tolerate people that are kind of bad drivers. I can, I can Why? Because they just don't know better? I just feel like there's a large percentage that we all encounter every day of people that are just not very bright. And I, I have yeah. sympathy for them. I, I pity the person that just can't really pull it together. I get it. Yeah. It's the person that deliberately tries to control the flow of traffic. Like he's going to guide us through rush hour. Right. He's the, uh, oh, what the fuck's that guy called? The drum major. Like in the fucking parade. Yeah. I don't yeah. like that guy. Neither do I. I don't like that guy at all. Or the guy, so I'm at a stoplight, and if you're in the uh, cruise lane, it is a right turn only lane. Mm-hmm. And then they stay there. Yeah. Instead of taking a right turn. Yeah, yeah. Because, oh, oh, it was one of those lanes? Oh, shit. Now I'm going to block everyone. Or even if it's, there's two, two lanes, the one on the left says straight, the one on the right says straight plus right turn. If you know you're going straight, just get in the straight lane. Don't plug up that turning lane for all those people to take right on red. That's not as big of a deal as what you described, but that is that is a peeve of mine. Is that? Can you see that? Is that a blood vessel in my forehead? A little bit, a little bit. I kind of feel it, like a little bit. Yeah. I just I can't do it, man. I really like pure violence is coming out of me right now. <laughs> like the passion, just to you know, I'm sure these are nice. Maybe nice, probably not. No, I fucking hate them. <laughs> I really, I just want to safely make my way around the world. Yeah, yeah. I would just like to get from point A to point B without having to worry about dying. And that's all I was saying about driving in Texas. One thing I will say, um, I don't know if you've just maybe become blasé to it because you've lived here for so long, but the last year since I've moved out here, I've noticed... Um, just like when you're driving like suburban streets, just, you know, like your county road 42s and stuff. Um, people just, as soon as that light turns green, they're going pedal to the metal to the, like they're racing to the next red light just to stop. But then they'll start going pedal to the metal and then they hit the brakes and then it's like they speed up again and then brake and then speed up. Like they've never heard of coasting out here. Those people are texting. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cause you can just like, they've never heard of coasting and it's like, Okay, I don't give a fuck what you do to your own transmission, but you know what you're doing to my fucking transmission back here? Fuck you. Yeah, it's pure rage. Yeah, I, I, want, feel, I really, I, I really, if rage. my transmission ever goes out, I want to just take down the license plate of each of those people and say, all right, you 20 people, you're dividing up, you're dividing that, that auto bill up. Now, what do you do that's annoying as a driver? I know what I do that's annoying. What do you do? I'll, I'll make a confession as to why I'm a dipshit sometimes too. All right. Uh, for me, it's more like I have to catch myself doing it before I. Um, it'll be changing a CD mm-hmm. on the radio, and it's not for me. It's not a simple. 
I mean, I'm going through my CDs like, no, I don't feel like listening to that. No, I don't feel like listening to that. Oh, shit, I'm drifting off. Okay, okay, okay. I'm back on the road here. No, I don't feel like listening to that. Um, I'll drift off. Or um, the thing that scares me the most is I'll be listening to an album or I'll just be so in my head thinking things through, like my finances, anything, anything about life. Or I'll, I'll be off in just fantasy land listening to a song. You know, songs taking me somewhere happy. This happens while you drive. This happens while I drive. Mm. And next thing I know, I'm coming up on my exit and I don't realize how the fuck I got there. And it's been five miles. Mm-hmm. That's probably what scares me the most about driving okay. myself when I drive. But I always, you know, nobody, I'll have passengers in the lane. They're like, I, I didn't realize that you were, you know, you were driving fine. You were driving in, the, you know, within the speed range. You, you weren't swerving. Well, it's even more alarming. Yeah, just autopilot takes over. Have you driven me anywhere? Uh, you've driven. You, have. you drove me to my truck one night. Oh yeah, I did drive. I you didn't realize truck. the danger I was in. Yeah. Well, I'm about to find out the danger you put me in a couple times. Oh, there's two things I do that are very irritating to other people. If you're my passenger, I don't always take the shortest route between A and B. Oh, that's just, that's irritating. That's not mm-hmm. danger. That's, mm-hmm. that's irritating. If you're my, like I said, if you're my passenger, it might be irritating. That's true, actually. Yeah, when we went to the uh, Kevin Smith show, you mm-hmm. were kind of like, ah. Yeah, sometimes I like to like check shit out. And then, yeah, the other night, well, what, about a month or two, we met up with Obi mm-hmm. at uh, his favorite uh, spot. Yep. And didn't you kind of like, we started driving, and then you were like, yeah, let's go around this way. You're feeling it now. You're feeling it. Yeah. 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 Sometimes I just, the car goes into autopilot. It just, it takes us places. Oh, yeah. Imagine that. Because that's safe. Yeah, totally. I just kind of feel So you have the same thing I have. I feel the car react, and it says, well, let's take this way. I'm like, all right, let's do that. So you just listen to the car. Sometimes. He's reliable. Yeah. My car's a boy. Okay. Truck. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, mine just... Allows me to autopilot it. Do you give inanimate objects any kind of life force? Because mm. I do. Um, um, yeah, They're like pets no. to a degree. Certain, certain items I'm like, what? Like, I don't have like a name for my car. Um, more than not, I'll refer to it as she. But so sometimes car is a she, okay. Some, but sometimes it's a he. It's a little hermaphroditic. Hermaphroditic? Hermaphroditic, would that count? I feel like you've broken some sort of law of nature. It goes both ways. It's, yeah, I think my it's card. a boy sometimes and a girl. Yeah, I think it goes both ways. Hmm. Yeah, just depends on, you know. Mine's strictly a boy. Okay. Yeah. Right. Trooper and on. That being said, um, when I do something irritating when I drive, it is probably, and I'm not absolutely certain of this, but I'm told frequently by my wife, that if I get in, not every phone call, but if I get a phone call where I'm like having to focus on something business wise or it's like an important manner, mm-hmm. I'll stop driving, you know, progressively to get someplace and I become sheepish. Like I fall in line behind a slow. Oh, car. yeah. Now I don't stay in the passing lane because only a prick would do that, but I will not be as assertive in getting around town right, and right. apparently drives her to want to drink. Okay. So um, that would be the annoying thing that I would I'm do. trying to think. I get sheepish typically when heavy rains are coming down or it's in the middle of a snowstorm. I'll follow the bright lights of a semi at a respectable distance. 
That's different though. You're you have very uh, environmentally and conditionally sensitive to your life force. Right. So if you are, uh, extremely, it's called I don't want to die. Well, you know, there's guys out, particularly in our area, that'll say plow driveways for seventy two, ninety six hours straight, and they're going from A to B. Yeah. You don't get a solid six, and you're like, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Different strokes. Yep. Uh, Different Strokes leads me to our friend. This was a dinner you had, the two of you? Oh, yeah, at the the place that you took the uh, roundabout way to get to. May I set this up just a little bit? Yeah, go ahead. All right. Now, I found out about this in the most sideways manner ever. What we're trying to do is we have a sound mixer that we put the whole show through, right? And we want to bring a signal in from the computer, a Skype signal, into the mixer so it goes in the digital recorder and we, you know, thus are able to talk to somebody over Skype through our mixer through the show. Well, there's several different ways to try to accomplish that. And as Travis and I are working through the problem, he sort of, I don't know how LB1 came up, but all of a sudden back in the text, he's like, oh, the fucking piranha. And I sort of just skimmed past it because, as many of you know, he's, Travis is weird. So you just, you know, weird things happen. You just, whatever. His brain just barfed out piranha and we'll just move past it. But oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Once you said that, you wanted me to hear you out. Now, why? What was, what's the deal? Oh, man. He's a... Uh... He's back to his old ways again. You you think the uh, the demon would have humbled him? No, no, no. He's back at it. He's back to. Uh... If I was a quarterback, <laughs> he would be my number one draft pick for the offensive line because no one can cock block like that guy. I should say no one can block cock like this guy. This guy, he's he's Pro Bowl. He is Pro Bowl. Cock blocker. Because somehow he turns it into, he'll take a mundane conversation that you're having with anyone and turn it, not just anyone, an attractive female. Right. And he turns it all into him. Everything happened because of him. He is the catalyst of everything. Everything goes through him. So we're, uh, we're at the rack. Did we, what did, do we even call it? I don't even remember what we call it anymore. Do we you call know, it its name? Yeah, we don't really care what. Yeah, yeah I don't give a shit. It's called the rack. Racks. It's called rack. Is it racks? It's or called rack. No, it's racks. Racks. Like racks. A, and it's got like a yeah, deer I think horns. we've actually covered racks yeah. before because it's Obi-Wan's favorite place. Yeah, it's, he loves this place, man. It's uh, try the everything. Yeah, it's. <laughs> It's a, you know, a greasy spoon bar that's really just girls in skimpy outfits. Redneck Hooters. Yeah. Kind of deal. Enough said. Yeah. And uh, so it's opening night for the Minnesota Wild. So they're kind of having like a Minnesota Wild themed thing. Uh, Because whenever you go there during the hockey season, if the Wild are on, that place is usually full. It's tough to get a table. And um, this night it wasn't. And Obi's been really freaked out over his demon. Right. Still freaked out. And so by the time I had caught up with him, you know, he didn't tell me he was on his way, well on his way in, but he was already on his way in to, you know, uh, sedating the demon. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so he was several beverages into the evening. He was. Okay. I had just gotten off of work. I had my first at the bar. So you were jumpy and nervous and needing to get all of your steps in the smoke and order the drink and kind of. Uh, that's usually more him. I was just like, I would just want to fucking sit down and have a beer, you know? Okay. So you've already done all that. Yeah. And cause you know, he was still jumpy over the demon and all that. So he's like, Hey, you know, you want to meet me here? And I'm like, I don't know, man. Caps game starting soon. I don't know, man. <laughs> your demon, your personal life, the capitals are on. First game of the season. We're right? about to play the penguins. Mm-hmm. Fucking big deal. Right. And then I check and it's like, I thought the game, I thought it was 7 o'clock Eastern time, which would have been 6 o'clock our time. It was 7 o'clock our time, so I was like, oh, that buys me an extra hour. Yeah, all right, let's do it. So I get there, and of course, all the waitresses are wearing the Minnesota Wild theme shit. Mm-hmm. Still wearing their, like, Daisy Dukes or whatever. Yeah, they're provocative fans. Yeah, the uh, the, the short shorts. He loves them. The, uh, what are they called? Uh, jorts? The mm-hmm. jeans, yeah, the jorts. And... uh our good friend uh, Night Squire loves the jorts from his videos. Remember that? Do you ever get the feeling? Uh, do you think he could work at Rax? No. <laughs> do you ever get the feeling when you're at Rax with Obi-Wan that you could just as easily call the bar, have them put a half full mug of beer on the opposite side of the table, and he'd never know you didn't show up? Because he's never looking at you. No. Yeah. He's just totally devastated it, by every female it, that walks it, by. Well, he's just in Rex, 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 Rex. <laughs> Right. Cigarette. Rex. Rex. Yep. Good God, man. Did you see that? Good God. Did you see that one? No. We're facing opposite directions, dude. Yeah. I'm not sitting on the... Well, come over here. Sit this way. No, I'm not sitting next to you like I'm your fucking boyfriend. Like- <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a quick evaluation of himself, his surroundings, and you know about maybe 20 or 30 relevant sentences maybe said before he goes and has a cigarette or has another drink. You, know. you gave him 20 to 30 sentences? Well, that's both of us. So oh, okay. Like four paragraphs. It's not, it's not, you know. Not much is said. Basically, get the drink order in. Once the drink comes, he out, out for cigarette. Right. Go back in, put in your order for food, possibly another drink order, back out for cigarette. Food comes, although sometimes it's two cigarettes between, you know, placing the order until the food comes. God, I miss smoking. Right? Yeah, back in, back in, eat your meal. One last cigarette or five. Keep saying that, yeah. Out the door. Right. It's like a quarterback of cigarettes (laughs) for dinner, (laughs) right? (laughs) Quarter and a half. How did you even have him around you enough time for this whole cock blocking incident to occur? Well, and I call it a cock block, but I loosely call it a cock block because I don't. I perceived it as it could have been a cock block if I had actually put effort into wanting something to be there to be blocked. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll just lay it out. So, all right, so we get there and we're deciding where to sit, you know, because that's a huge ordeal. Uh, where do we want to sit, man? I mean, I want to be kind of close to the door so I can get up for the cigarettes, but, uh, you know, booth's preferable. And he always chooses the door, right, the, the seat right next to the door. And he makes me sit on the side that's by the door. So you're freezing. Yeah. So every time someone's fucking coming in and out, and I was like, no, we're not taking that fucking table again. I'm not taking that table. It's like, we're just going to go two tables down where we can both sit in comfort and holy shit, we have to take an extra five steps to get to the fucking door. Right. So you did that. So I did that. And it did not, my argument isn't what 
caused him to agree to sit there. All of a sudden, one of the new servers comes out and says, oh, if you sit down over that table over there, you're going to be sitting in the best section all night. And of course, maybe, just, you know, I'm like, oh, and why is that? Because I'm the waitress. <laughs> and it's like, all right, you sold us. We're sitting over there. Really, thank you. You sold him. Thank you. Now I don't have to freeze for my meal. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, you were already headed there. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so we get there, and um, she's a huge hockey fan. Does Obi-Wan know anything about sports? No. Not a thing, right? Pretty much next to nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, unless it's like badminton. <laughs> Yeah, right. So, um, lawn sports. He's a lawn sport champion. Yes, yeah. yeah. Bocce ball. Leisure sport champion. Leisure sports. So, so we're um, so we're just sitting there, and she starts talking to me. Uh, asks for IDs. My show or mine. Uh, mine's not a Minnesota ID. So, oh, you know, from here, what brings you here? And then me and her are talking, and then instantly he's just like, "Hey, hey, hey." Look at me. Look at me. And she's like, yeah, okay. Yeah, what do you need to, you know? And she goes away. And he's like, holy shit, dude. She seems like a really caring kind of person. I want to take her to my house. He's going to hate you. (laughs) He's just going to fucking hate you. Okay. So we go out to smoke a cigarette. And she comes out and checks on it. She's like, oh, my God. She's so caring. She's so caring. She, uh, this could be the woman of my dreams, Travis. I, I, you know, I'm into everything she's about. Well, what is she about? She took our drink order and she came out to, I mean, I think she's about making a tip right now off the two of us is what I think she's about. I started having a conversation with her. Uh, you kind of got in the middle of that. So I don't really know what she's about other than bringing us our food. So we go back in, and then she starts talking hockey. She's she plays hockey. Da 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 da. This seems like a girl that fits more you. My mold, right, right. right. So instantly, then do I even get get around to saying I play hockey? No. Was a oh oh this guy right here. This guy he's uh he's into hockey. He's really into hockey. Yeah, it sounds like you two should uh have something to talk about. But let's bring it back over towards me. Let's talk about me some more. And so he just starts, I don't even remember what the fuck he's saying. Like, it doesn't make sense. And she's just like, yeah, 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 okay, okay. You don't remember because you're angry. Yeah. (laughs) Like, are you fucking serious? This She's clearly talking with me. So, like, the coup de grace for this guy, like, the moment he just is like, all right, buddy, you're out. I'm going full-blown in. So she's got her wild gear on, and I'm kind of like trying to hurry things along. She's like, well, where do you got to go? I'm like, I got to catch the Caps game, you know. Um, I'm a Caps fan, you know. Unzip my jacket, reveal my Caps shirt. Now, when I root for a team that you don't root root for, what's your typical reaction? I don't know. I give you a little shit. You give you a little shit. Sports fans do. Yeah, yeah, and that's exactly what she does. She's just like, ah, you know, that whole get out of here, that type of just typical shit. Right. So he sees this happening. He's like, holy shit, man, she fucking hates you. (laughs) That would be consistent with him. Yeah. (laughs) You're out, dude. You're out. You, you stand no chance with this woman whatsoever. She absolutely fucking hates your guts. Yep. Sounds right. Yep. So I'm just like, all right, Obi. All right. 
So we're trying to get out of there. And then she even comes back to our table. And she's like, well, well, you got to go, you know, catch the Caps game, right? It's like, yeah. She's like, well, you could stick around. I'll put the game on here, you know, or come back. Put the ga- I'll put the game on, you know, and she's talking to me about this. And, and then he's just in there. I can't remember what the fuck he says because he's cutting me off. So anytime someone interrupts me. Because you're angry. Yeah. I go fucking red. Right. And so it's just like. He's just in there, oh, yeah, and then I uh, got this extra thing of uh, tacos. I'm going to eat them tomorrow. Because he's pretty good now. Yeah, he's pretty soused. Yep. <laughs> and so she's just looking at him like, okay, I'm going to just go finish tapping you out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, you're, per- you're a lot younger than Obi-Wan. Right. And she was more age-appropriate to me. Right, we're Obi Wan's not for that. I almost no, said we're like, not for that, which there's uh, evidence to support that. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, age appropriate for I mean, age appropriate for him is not even age appropriate for me, and I'm younger than him. So, you know, teach I mean, their own. To each of their own. I yeah. have several questions. All right, fire away. Is that the end of it? Um, essentially, I mean, basically, I just you know, I just I can't believe this fucking guy. Here's my friend. He sees me talking to a girl that I have clearly more in common with than he has. And motherfucking piranha. Just, he smells blood in the water, and he goes right for it. Mm-hmm. Um, she did nothing really to show interest. She didn't really do anything to show interest in me. Just other than the fact we were a table of two fucking assholes sitting down there. She had a little bit of, of commonality to talk with one of them. And she was at work and she was going to get her tip from us. She was trying to get her tip from us. And I'm pretty sure that's all it was on her end. Mm-hmm. Like, stay around, watch the game. Do you think she really wanted me to watch the game because she wanted my, like, the presence of my company? She wanted me to stay around and watch the game because I'd get more fucking beers and leave her more tip. Like I said, I have several questions. All right, so yeah. Go Are ahead. you ready? Let's do it. I want to be a little hard on you first. All right. All right. So, Mr. Ironside, it's fair that there were many ways to take her interaction with you that didn't include waxing intellectual about sports, inviting you to stay longer to watch the game, focusing her attention on you when she talked. Obviously... At a minimum, she was warm and friendly towards you, right? That is fair to say. Okay, so why'd you go home and watch the game? Well, we had to get Obi Wan home. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. You had to... did uh, uh, did Obi Wan violate bro code as a wingman in your estimation? See, I don't think he's ever. I used to think he was a wingman. I think he's just fucking Maverick now. Piranha Maverick. No goose. No goose. No no Iceman. <laughs> no Hollywood. None of those none of that fun loving group of characters. Right. Um just Maverick just with bogeys. Ma- with bogeys. Okay. I have seen that. I have seen the harem. We've discussed the harem. At length. Yep. Uh we've uh we've covered some of this with Obi Wan. He uh, he kind of needs to have this whole internal thing with every female that walks by so that he can reconcile with himself. Did I or did I not have a chance? 
Mm-hmm. And if he, as we've said before, when he feels as though he does not have a chance, it is an offering to you. Like he has, he has relinquished his superior Mac Daddy skills, and <laughs> now you yes, are yes, able yes, to. Yes. I set the table for you, man. Time to eat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, no fuck. Well said. <laughs> well said. Other times, pretty though, sure I can get my own meal. <laughs> there are other times where he will play Cupid, but he's already got to be matched up. Like, he's got to be matched up. Like with string bean, if he could like try to put a good word in for you, you know, almost like voyeur date for you. Yeah. Awesome at doing that. Right, right. But once you throw him back in the pack, once he's with the rest of the wolves, yeah. he goes alpha on it. He's he's lone wolf. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's going to he's going to do damage and if he's into it, yeah, better look, you better you better wrestle him for the meat. Yep. I know that's graphic, but it's it, it's the way it is and yeah. I'm not doing that. No, I'm not doing that. It doesn't sound like you needed to. No, no. But you saw red, even though you know the creature, you know the Obi. Obi I mean, regardless, that's a brooch of etiquette. It is. If now I have been in a situation where a girl felt more comfortable talking to another guy in my group, but it was because it was comfortable to talk to him, and she likes she likes somebody else. Yeah, I've, I've had that happen. Yeah, I've had that happen where I'm that guy. Yeah, I've been I've been both. I've been the guy that they wanted to talk to, and I've been the guy they talked to in lieu of somebody else. See, if I am the guy that they talked to in lieu of someone else, I don't know it because she's talking to him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then, oh, you just end up with that person. Right. So you don't know that that's going on. No, and that's, that's very accurate. That being said, if you are the guy that is aware that she's talking to your friend when she really wants to talk to you, only a prick, only a prick <laughs> rubs it in. Wait, how is this going off on me? It's not. Okay. I'm going to be hard on you at first. If she was into Obi. Right. And then Obi was giving you shit that she hated you, that would be a dick move right. on Obi's behalf. Right. Now, if she was obviously interested to you on the flip side of you it. You know that girl that was totally into me? Oh, she hates you. Right. <laughs> That's a dick move. Yeah. Like, it's hard enough. You could just be like, hey, she was into me. Leave it at that. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't. He really was like one way or another, you were going to feel the wrath. Yeah. Was it because he was a little soused? Well, he doesn't drink to a point when he's driving where he can't function. So clearly he had command of his faculties during this whole interaction. Correct. Correct. So he's a dick. Yeah. He's a piranha in your words, but to most other guys, it's like, dude, uh, isn't it a, it's a wee situation when we're wingmanning it. If a waitress comes up to the table, there's already a very, 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 very low probability that these very attractive hit on by, you know, knuckle draggers all day long are picked us out as the winners of the, the girl trophy. So can't we just get through this meal having a good time instead of like wrestling over this person that's probably not interested anyway? Exactly. And that's where I was at with it. And because like I said, she's, you know, okay, we're having a good conversation. That's it. It doesn't have to go anywhere more. Fucking piranha, man. Fucking piranha. Just... England raise the flag ownership. Yep. <laughs> like so I mean basically he's just he can just be like, you know, well uh I put the flag there. Uh she may clearly have more in common with you. And even though this thing's never gonna happen, if if and by if and when 
something does happen. That black flag is put. Fuck, I almost said his name. <laughs> it's best if you don't say his name. Yeah. That black. Work on it. That black piranha flag is. <laughs> I'm just. Fuck, I almost said his name twice. Yeah, he wouldn't appreciate that. No, no. Eventually, uh, we'll bring Obi Wan on, and it'll be his call how how he wants to reveal himself through the saga, but. Uh, it is. No, we won't. We're never bringing him on. We'll never hear the end of it if he gets on this thing. Oh, no. He, he'll, he'll be great. He'll be great. It's Obi Wan. <laughs> Describe a great wingman from your past. When we were younger? Don't use Obi Wan because it's. You, no, because you were naive. Uh, or he was with somebody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, a little from both columns on that. Mm-hmm. Um. Let me think. But he was, he was decent. Back when we were in our 20s, he would have been late 20s. I was very early 20s. This is all such bullshit. He wasn't. I don't know. I think for him, though, the pool, I think he feels like the well is drying up now. So now he's gone into like hyper aggressive mode whenever just there's a drop in that well, he's going to fight you over it. Do you, Whereas do before, you, before it was like, it's plenty of water for drink, you know, plenty of water for drinking for everybody. Do you agree that his dating pool is drying up? Uh, well, I don't think I don't know that his pool is drying up because you see the pictures that he sends you, but the progress that he makes within that, it's not like it used to be. <clears throat> I think I, eh, let's edit this out. I don't, I, I don't like where this is going. Let's just go back to best wingman. No. No? No. You always do this in our shows. You want to edit things out. I do want to edit things out. Like, I'm like, uh, You're supposed to be describing a great wingman, and as you work your way through the problem, you're just discovering, you know what? He's not that fucking great of a wingman. It's okay. <laughs> but he needs to understand that. He's our that. friend. Like, you know, I feel like I don't want to, like, come on each and every show and just be like, God, Obi-Wan was a Dick this way. Uh, usually, the son of a bitch has the highest accolades, the most girls, these brothels. He hardly ever strikes out. One of the last shows we did, we were going through his four day <laughs> itinerary. Yeah, so wait a minute. Yeah. Why don't you fucking set the table for a friend every once in a while, you dick? Yeah, I mean, he's just gorging on girls <laughs> yeah. and having a little, uh, you know, uh, criticism come his way when one maybe smiles at you slightly is, is fair game. Yeah, yeah. This is yeah. fair game. We don't edit that shit out. All right, all right, all right. In fact, more to the point, why I was asking you to describe a good wigman is he needs to know the difference. <laughs> he does. He, he'll listen to this, and he needs to know the difference. The whole idea, and like I told you, because uh, we kind of discussed a tiny bit of this, we touched on this a little bit because we were the three of us on a group text, which is just impossible because the texts are all coming in at different times. Yeah. But anyway, we were saying, you know, it would be like us at this sh- on our show, and I'm just running you down. Right. Why would I run you down on a show we do every week together? That's not going to make people want to listen to you or me. Right. I'd be an asshole, and why would we listen to this loser? Right. So when you go out together, the measure of whom you are meeting someone cold is a lot to do with the environment, that environment you're part of. So when you go meet a new girl... And your buddy's like, isn't he a fucking dickhead? I just, I don't even know why he's sitting by me. Seriously, why, why are you even fucking talking to him? <laughs> oh, you guys both like hockey? I clearly hate the sport. 
Right. But he's the fucking prick. And it just makes Obi Wan yeah. look bad. You just look <laughs> you look stupid, like you're hard up for people to hang out with. Yeah. If you're gonna run your own friend down. And a girl's not gonna be attracted to that. She's gonna Oh wow. That's super sexy. Yeah. I wonder if he beats dogs in his free time. <laughs> I really look for those qualities in a man. <laughs> I want someone that's gonna make me feel second class. <laughs> he knows. He, he, when, when you sit down and you talk to him about somebody doing this to him, I mean, he's unforgivably pissed off. <laughs> oh, and he, oh, he's almost like, like if, if I like ever had a wife or something, he would have like, be like my, like I would have forgotten about it eight years later and then something will come up and he's right there. You remember that time you did that thing to me. You son of a bitch. I have not forgotten. Mm-hmm. I know. That doesn't, it, it, the like door from, yeah. often doesn't swing both ways in relationships, yeah. but when it comes yeah. to girls, Obi-Wan swings one, one way. way and it stays open. See, and the thing is, the funny thing is, I'm talking about this right now and I'm venting it out. And I guarantee you, eight years from now, unless someone comes up to me and is like, hey, Travis, remember that show where you talked about Obi-Wan fucking piranhaing it up? I'll probably f- have forgotten about it eight years down the line. You yep. won't. You don't think so? He won't. Well, now that I planted that seed in my head. He remembers everything that's been done. Oh, he won't. Him. Oh, he'll, yeah. he'll remember You'll it. You'll forget it. I'll have forgotten it, and then he'll bring it up. You'll be in his fucking lipstick marked people to kill list. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's true. Fuck. Yeah, he's just on the edge of snapping. I tell him that all the time. Has he ever told you the story... Uh, has he ever told you the story when he was like, would you, we were, I don't know, at college and he wanted to play the would you ever game? Oh yeah. We play that game every now and then. All right. He, uh, he sells pretty low. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say about when I've played it with him. He sells pretty low. I'm looking to like, okay, if I would do that, I'm going to be able to live the rest of my life off of that. Mm-hmm. That one horrible thing I had to do. That better feed me, shelter me, support me the rest of my life. He's like, I do it for like five grand. <laughs> and you know what? That is, that's what makes it so comfortable to be honest in the game. Yeah. It's because he's so willing to do fucking crazy shit for nothing. Yeah. Like, well, five grand. I mean, that would pay, uh, that pay rent for a month or two and, uh, you know, buy my smokes, buy my, you know, buy me some beers, be able to. You know, liquor, vodka, vodka. Damn it. Did I say beers? Vodka. Good vodka. And so he lays this thing out in a manner that is safe. It's a safe question. Right. We're several beverages into the evening. I'd That's say usually when you play that game. Yeah. Two. There's maybe an arm. Two in the full, morning. Yeah. An arm yep. full of, of wood ready to go into the fire pit kind of a situation. You yeah. Know? everybody's either paired up and about to have fun or going home single or finding a couch to crash on, right? Right. And we're, we're way into this game. As you pointed out and set the stage for, the motherfucker will do anything for <laughs> relatively low cost, right? <laughs> yeah. So he comes to me and he says, uh, would you ever murder a friend? Oh. Okay. I say, well, how good a friend? <laughs> this immediately upsets him. <laughs> He's, Im- he's immediately disgusted. What do you mean? How good a friend? I'm like, well, how good a friend? Like, like is it an acquaintance? Yeah. That, like, you know, I just know through this other guy and he's kind of a prick. 
um, and you only like him because of the mutual friend or because he's like married to a friend's sister or something like that kind of friend acquaintance, or are we talking like you, me, does it matter? He says, Oh, kind of does friend. You call this person a friend. You murder him. I mean, we're playing the hypothetical. Would you game? Right. Yeah. And I was like, well, it doesn't matter what kind of friend. I guess, right? So a friend, it could be my best friend or it could be anybody. It's like, yeah. I'm like, I don't know. million bucks. <laughs> you, you murder me for a million dollars, <laughs> right? You cheapskate. <laughs> He's so upset that did, I would, Did he come back to you? He thought I, I was totally, totally fucking damaged goods. Like, <laughs> if I would murder my friend, my best friend for a million dollars, I am the lowest of the low. So would you? At the, so at the time, <laughs> at the time, I was, uh, I had questions. I'm like, am I going to get away with it? Yes. So nobody will know that I murdered him, just me and my friend. I murdered my friend. I'm suddenly wealthy. He's like, yeah, sure. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> and you can say that because you're not holding a weapon. It isn't your friend and it's total bullshit. Yeah, yeah. You know, you've already you spent know, you know you're not, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know you're not going to fucking kill your friend. Right. Yeah. But Obi... Is like all of a sudden absorbed this into the very exoskeleton of his existence. You, you've now identified yourself as a potential threat. Right. <laughs> you know, like this monetary situation is going to never present itself. Right. This manifestation yeah. is going to present present itself in real life, and you're going to fucking smoke him or something. <laughs> and so for years, that'd be funny, years, dude. Dude, if you ever make a million dollars, we have to do this. Like, if you make a million dollars, just get it all. Put it in a briefcase and just be like, look what I just made. Guess how I'm making it. Hi, buddy. How's it going? Do you think at this point he'd welcome it? <laughs> With the demon and all? No. No, he's a fighter. Now give him 10 more years when he's, you know, in that old and decrepit stage that That's he doesn't want to be so in. so much bullshit. Then, then maybe. Tell but, him. Tell him what he said about old age. Oh, man. You know, he, he doesn't want to be old. I, he smokes, drinks, and fucks his way through his entire middle age because he doesn't ever want to be old. And you know what outcome's going to happen? Like a cockroach, the son of a bitch will live to like 130. I know. I know. He'll outlive us all. He'll probably be driving, fully functioning. I know. His girlfriend will be like 80. And doesn't it just piss you off? <laughs> We're going to go. We're going to go. Well, oh, early. Yeah. I might not make it home. Yeah, yeah. Well, what will happen is, um, for me, you know, it's like whenever like things like seem like they're gonna get really, really good, that's when the fucking carpet drops from underneath me. That's when I'm gonna die. Like, whenever someone's like, when life attacks is going viral, you guys are gonna get paid. You guys won't have to like ever work a day job again in your life. I will die that day. I will take out life insurance on you. Mm-hmm. I'll need it for the show. <laughs> He doesn't ever foresee that day coming. He'll never be old, which may be why murder upsets him so much because he knows he's going to live forever. But it's that very thing. It's like you value this and this whole thing so much. But if we're side by side and a total fucking stranger with a skirt comes by, I am now the lowest life form. Right, right. How is that even? Yeah. What fucking equation is that? It's, yeah, just... You know all that stuff uh, about me getting offended because we're close friends and I could never kill you? Well, I can fuck you over in other ways. (laughs) 
Ah, the son of a bitch. I, I, I believe they call that a loophole. He'll even tell an absolute stranger. There are specifics. I have no, I have no fight in a table with you and Obi Wan, and he will point out to the waitress. Well, you know, he'll find a way to work him. He's married. <laughs> you know, like there's, there's nothing going on between me and said waitress. <laughs> right. Like, uh, I'm like, uh, do you guys have Diet Coke? Uh, did you know he's married? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I am. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. <sighs> Oh, you like hockey? I'm a Minnesota Wilder. Did you know he likes the Capitals? And apparently, fucking prick. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, you uh, sports people hate that about each other. Two people that root for opposite teams can never ever get along. Forever enemies. Forever. How does he not get that? By the way, you'd think his dad might have just because when when he was in high school, he used to wear Braves hats and baseball shit and jerseys, and yeah. you had the. You, the misconception was that he knew anything about his attire. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, like, okay, you and I, for example, I like Arizona State. You like Notre Dame. We give each other shit all the time. Mm-hmm. We're I'm back more here. vulnerable this year, but yeah. Yeah, you are. Yeah. I mean, well, we just got shellacked. Anyway, but we come back here every week. We're doing the show. We hang out. We're buddies. Mm-hmm. According to him, though, the fact that you're a Notre Dame fan and I'm, you know, could never happen. We could never be friends. Well, I, would, I would accept a cash payment to murder you. So, well, likewise, standpoint. yeah. From his standpoint, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you just said likewise. So maybe that makes the likewise. bond stronger because we yeah. know we're like, yeah. hey, hey, that ever comes up, yeah. It was nice knowing you. Yeah, it'll be uh, be some sort of what is that? What was that island called where the the two opponents? You ever see that movie where the two guys are both put on an island? Yeah, I can't come up with the name right now, but. It would be that scenario. Yeah. Did you do this week's homework? Because we're at about 50 minutes. We had homework this week again? Motherfucker. Yes. That homework is not one week. What he told us to do is something we have to do every week. (laughs) Oh, fuck. We have to have content for the show that isn't a personal story that nobody gives a shit about. And is like, oh, well, at the end of the show, they're going to talk about something so I can at least speed to the end of the show and hear this little bit of content. Wait, I thought they were listening to the show. They. Oh, man. Some might. Some might not. I don't know. You just hit me in my mind. Yeah, some people might hear you, just hear your voice the first time, be like, fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Yep, fuck that guy. I hear my voice and I say that. Yeah, they could, they they might be able to tell that I'm married just from my voice over the microphone. (laughs) I mean, it's not hard for me. It's like, yeah, I can clearly tell that that guy thinks he is the worst piece of shit. (laughs) I, I don't know. You're not selling yourself. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. I'm supposed to do that more. So did you or did you not do the homework or am I carrying it alone? What the fuck was the homework again? We hadn't, like, was there an assignment I was supposed to research? He called you. He called you and went through what we're supposed to do with the show. We pay this person to teach us how to publicize and do a better job with the intellectual property that is Life Attacks. One of those things was come prepared to the show was something outside of just the norm, you know, something yeah. you read, saw, something, mm. some content, some structured content. Well, we just gave them 50 minutes worth of content. We, we did. We did, but some of them might not give a shit about Obi-Wan. No. They might not care that you don't like how they drive. Yeah. But they might care about the accountant, for instance. I went and saw the accountant this weekend. Oh, okay. Are you familiar with the accountant? Um, I saw the preview. 
All right. All right. So you know what I'm talking about. For those of you that don't, the accountant came up last or the accountant came out last weekend and it's Ben Affleck, Anna Kendrick. Wait a minute. So you go and see a movie that I had during your week that I have nothing to do with and somehow that's part of my homework? No, you should have come with something that you were going to talk to me about. Like last week we talked about ED and porn and how that all affected people. No, you married man came to me with that. That is part of our homework. Like See, we're, we're trying well, to get... I, I, well, I came to you with a piranha story. We're trying to get better at our craft. We're trying yeah. to add <laughs> content to the show. Oh. And when, then in a pursuit to get more listeners and do this better, yeah. at your own fucking recommendation, we got your cousin involved, who does this for a living, to tell us, hey, this is how we're going to shape the show. And you just like, fuck them. Well, yeah, dude, that's Goose, man. I, I fucking heard that guy talk my whole life. But he's successful at it. <laughs> this last episode we did broke another record. You know, when you see the, the, the chart and the chart's trending upward, you keep doing that. <laughs> right? Right, right, right. So you have been doing your PSAs. So, I, Goose, you've seen, what, three of those? I have. Two at my expense is fine. Yeah, I noticed you didn't publish the one at your expense until I put out one on my expense. Yeah, that made it better. Yeah. I, I looked at it like, what is that? That could offend my wife. <laughs> that could offend my wife. I wonder if that went viral. <laughs> no. But then, you know, you put out two, which was fun. But you did your homework. Part of that homework, which obviously you absorbed, was having some structured content for the show. So go. That you didn't publish until after I... Okay. But actually, you have control of all of the same accounts I have. Yeah, I know. I just thought it would be kind of dick if I did it. Why? I don't know. Because like it would be less work? Well, like retweeting myself? I don't know. <laughs> but no, you do. But it would look like that anyway, because you're part of the show when the show retweeted your tweet. So wouldn't you, in fact, uh, like de facto be... Re- An enigma within enigma within a... Yes. Yeah. Um, you saw the accountant. Okay. <laughs> You know what? Dude, his face, man. You know what? It, it was good. Yeah. It was good. Okay. I'd see it again. All right. I don't think I'm going to ever see it, but... What was your homework? Hit me. Um, I've been playing The Witcher 3, still proceeding with the um, Blood and Wine DLC. Been really taking my time with it, soaking it in, because it's the last Witcher game content we're ever going to get. And um, I'm right at that point towards the end of it now, and I'm really just fucking milking it because I don't want it to end. And uh, we're going to go late tonight, so I'm not going to get a chance to follow it. Did you hear everything shut down? That was everybody skipping off the show. They're like, but Witcher, what the fuck is this? Really? Nobody plays fucking video games? Well, if they do, they get through them in less than like three months. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, I still haven't even, man, I've had Italy in isolation for like two years, and I'm still on like the third level. Did you? Let me look. You know, I made a list of some things that we could digest. Here we go. We can. All right. So Wait, are we going to actually get through the list today? Are we going to? Is it like when you like start writing on a piece of paper, then realize you're running out of room? So you start writing smaller and smaller as it gets closer to the end? No, no. We've hit uh, 50% of the show. I will save the accountant. I'm just going to actually put that out on Twitter. I'm going to tweet how I felt when life attacks about the accountant so that that comes in because okay. you were a dick. <laughs> so we will talk about... I'm sorry. About, I just, I'm not a big Ben Affleck guy. You don't like John Lithgow? Oh, I do like John Lithgow. 
Okay. Jeffrey Tambor. You like Jeffrey Tambor? Uh, I liked him in Arrested Development. Okay. How about J.K. Simmons? You know, the guy who did Whiplash, won an Oscar for that. He does the farmer's insurance deals. He did Thank You for Smoking. It's funny. Yeah, I don't know who that dude is. He's amazing. And you don't like Anna Kendrick? I don't know who that chick is. She's the young girl in Up in the Air. I don't know what that movie is. (laughs) Do you like his tone? That's what a stubborn prick sounds like. If if you are unfamiliar with it, you can play that back. That's what a recovering hipster sounds like. Hear him dug in. I, I don't. I don't fucking like Ben Affleck. I don't. I don't. I mean, every now and then he does some good. I liked his work with Kevin Smith. He was an absolute prick in all but one movie, and even you could you could argue the one movie where he was somewhat tolerable. He was a fucking vain asshole. That's yeah. why he had the part. Right. The accountant, he's like an autism superhero. Yeah, I know. Isn't there like another movie about that called like Rain Man or something? Mm, Different. He's badass in this movie. Not to be fucked with. Oh, so basically if like Rain Man carried like an AK. Yeah, sort of. But more badass than that. Great story. But you ruined it, so I'm just going to tweet about it. Yeah. And we're going to move on. Yeah, time for Wapner. Um, let's talk that was about a terrible Rain Man impression. By the way, you guys already knew that. Our structured con- content, I think, will be Halloween costumes. We're both aware that they are banning Halloween costumes so much so that Target has decided to take any clown-related costume out of their stores. Why clown? I mean, I know for me, why clown? Probably, but why clown? Because of all of the guys that are dressing up as clowns and then just like sitting in the woods or chasing people around that whole phenomenon for the last month? No, I didn't hear about that. Holy shit. I just think clowns are creepy. Just period. They don't even have to be in the woods. I don't... You're on Facebook, right? Uh, Yeah, I check it every once in a while. Okay. Do you ever look at the news on your phone? No. Do you ever watch the news? No. Do you read a newspaper? No. You ever accidentally find your way on CNN or get updates on your phone about breaking news? No. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Why? It's depressing. Some of it is depressing. You know, like I want depression, man. I mean, shit, I can think of things that are happening in my own life to get depressed about. I don't need to see everything else. I know it's happening. I know. No fucking shit's happening out there that's not copacetic and that's bad. Well, so Fuck, I don't want it shoved down my throat, though. Some of it's interesting. Some of it's innovation. Some of it's about companies getting bigger or smaller or people moving here or new laws or legislation. Well, or watch a documentary. Stuff about the weather. But it's way, way over by the time the documentary comes out. Yeah, probably. Yeah. We're looking for some breaking shit. All right, well... Uh, Goose, maybe you could, I don't know, give Travis a little call, talk to him about maybe picking the paper up. Even the Sunday. Just pick up the Sunday paper before Monday. Hey, Skim it. Hey, Goose, maybe you can give this guy a call and tell him to, like, fucking call the dogs off here. Uh, I don't know. What- it's like Goose is. He become Mother Goose now? He's, we pay him to be Mother Goose. <laughs> At your recommendation. I don't know. Why. All right. I, I don't know why we listen to me sometimes. All right. We're going to... we're. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. It always backfires. On I'm you. gonna be your newspaper. Okay. Okay. So, 
over the past three, and it's nice with the sirens behind us, so we'll add to this. Oh, yeah, what is that? Uh, ambulance. 13, 13, 14 states have been affected by this. Affected, I use lightly. People are dressing up like clowns and literally like sitting on walking paths in the woods, all creeped out, just like chasing walkers, um, um, chasing kids home from school. Yeah, you always knew that kid in high school that, you know, you would look at him and, yeah, he'd, he'd do that. Or even like when you have like a shitty job and you kind of have that guy that works in the back room stalking. Right. Yeah. You kind of like, could see how Frank would be that guy. So super pussy, super PC target has decided to pull all the costumes that could be related in any way, shape or form to clowns. Did you just call like your favorite place to shop? Super pussy, super PC target. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. A spade's a spade. <laughs> but I still love their prices. Well, I like shopping with a coffee. Okay. Anyway, yeah, I can't believe that they did that. Are we are we're all constantly held hostage by the lowest common denominator on a daily basis. Like I'm not going to use shampoo to blow the fucking plane up, but because some asshole thought it might be possible, none of us can carry shampoo on our carry-on bag in a plane. Yeah, that's a pain in the ass. I got a trip coming up. Nah, that's something I got to think about now. Now I got to go to like fucking to like the Walgreens or whatever, pick up a little fucking mini travel size, Pert Plus or whatever the fuck they have. It's probably not what I use. Just, have you, have you whatever run, they have. Have you run in terror from a 10-year-old dressed up as a clown lately? Have you felt like that was really going to be a big problem in your day? No. 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 And wouldn't it be funny and fun for the kids to take the power away from this whole clown thing because it's ridiculous? But no, we don't think that way. Let's just pull all the clown costumes. To compound that... And the people that are doing it, the assholes that are doing it, they're already doing it. Yeah. They already have their fucking costumes. Exactly. They're going to keep doing it. Yes. Was it to make them easier to find? Yeah. What the fuck? I don't think it's going to be that hard to... You can make your own clown costumes. So, Florida State, you live in Florida, spend any time in Florida? Uh, I went there for a wedding once. That was about it. Well, they've decided to help their students and faculty decide what's appropriate for Halloween. And they have costume advisors to decide not only is your costume appropriate, but is it PC? And could you potentially be offending anyone? So before you go out, so if you are in fact going to be wearing a costume, do you have to register and then show them your costume and then it gets checked off? Or do you just voluntarily go into one of these people and ask them like, okay, I'm thinking about doing this. Is that cool? I think they put out a mailer and a bulletin to all of their students letting them know that they wanted them to be more sensitive about their costumes, then gave examples through social media of what costumes would say be offensive, and then informed them that they could seek help on whether or not their costumes were offensive by contacting these oh, volunteers well that, at the school. I mean, I don't really... Because at least it's voluntary. If it was mandatory, then I'd... You know, that's fucking fascism. But if... They're just saying, hey, if you're not sure if your costume's going to get you in trouble or not, first of all, if you're not sure, then it's probably a bad idea because you you know, have some semblance of guilt about it, which you really shouldn't over a Halloween costume, but you might. There are things that are in poor taste, but it's fucking Halloween. That's um, the point, right? Yeah. I mean, but, where's the line, I guess, is what... And you're... you're 
kindly taking the counter on this to create a discussion. And right. I appreciate that. Yeah. But it's okay to not do that in this instance. Okay. Because I really, really can't define a line where you aren't shitting on somebody. Right. Like if you go as a construction worker, right? Oh, I'm a construction worker for Halloween. Oh, well, you stereotyped, you know. Not all construction workers dress like they, you know, came out of the North Woods, and maybe it's this, and maybe it's that. Or like they were in the village people. You can't be a sexy nurse. Or, 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 or wait, wait, you're dressed as a construction worker? Wait, so is that a homophobic thing now? Like, oh, are you making fun of gay people? Right. Right. I mean, they give... Like, it's like too much thing. It's like, dude, he's just a fucking construction worker. I think their number one example was like a sexy chic... So she was. Chic. She had like the, uh-huh. the, the yeah, yeah, the thing in front of the what's face. What's it called? It's called uh, it's the a shawl, the hijab, or daishiki. Is it a daishiki? Yeah, with the full, where the whole head deal, right? And then she's. It's really short. Or is the daishiki the male, or can females wear daishiki? I think I thought it was a hijab. Daishiki esque. Um. Daishiki asks. Six of this, dozen of that, covering her face and head anyway, Muslim-oriented right. or Persian-oriented costume that's sexy. Mm-hmm. Well, that's offensive. Yeah. Well, if you're doing it to be a dick, like, oh. It's fucking Halloween. Half the costumes are to be a dick. Yeah. I mean, how many people were Heidi Fleiss one year? Or that's true. Actually, OJ. Or yeah, that's true. I, I was a male model one year. Yeah. When I was 20. That was actually before Zoolander came out. And I just walked around acting like a fucking airbrained model. See, my best costume. I didn't look like a fucking model, but that's, you know, it's kind of what I had thrown together and I went with it. If you're Jason, are you now in some way, shape, or form promoting, you know, mass murder and serial right, killers? Right. Kruger, are you promoting pedophilia? Was he doing that? Kruger was like a kid. He was, uh, he killed the kids. So Kruger had some questionable morals. K- Kruger was very immoral. <laughs> he wouldn't just kill adults. He had a thing he for just, kids. He had a thing for kids. So that Remember, like, you're all end. my children. You're all my children. That's what yeah. he'd say. Yeah, that costume's about to be banned. Yep. <laughs> Goodbye, Kruger. That's my, that's the very essence of what I'm saying. It's yeah. like, why do you. Why? And it destroys it for me because the only time I ever watched the Nightmare on Elm Street movies is in October. I'm about to have my Elm Street Fest. Actually, you might join me for it because you haven't watched the movies in a while. No, we were talking about getting together for that. That's yeah, yeah. So, you know, I mean, that's going to be a little different now if we do this, <laughs> watching these Kruger movies. Like, this might be the last year of Krugs. Yeah, now that you've told me that he's pretty much a pedophile, I'm going to look at it with different eyes now. And yeah. the whole th- It's like Top Gun. Well, that's what makes it even creepier because you know that he's a fucking creepo. I don't know. Man. You know, so you're like, dude, stay the fuck away from not only can this fucker get you in your sleep, he's a little, uh, you know, eh, he's not right. I, did, were you ever told that Top Gun was actually like an entire movie about these guys that were really closet homosexuals that were just totally Yeah, I've heard intensely. that theory. And so... So uh, no, more, no more airplane pilots? Well, when I watched it again, I, it just put me in a different mindset, and it made everything feel really awkward. Really? I, after hearing that, I still just thought it was a movie about a bunch of macho dudes. Oh, well, now we're going to have to ban the show because, you know, Jim brought up you know, some sort of homophobia through Hollywood. I mean, what point do you stop giving a shit what, what all of this, you know, politically correct rhetoric is? You're always going to offend somebody. Yeah. 
That's why, I mean, when we do this show, sometimes like, you know, like I'll be like, should we edit that out? Like, I don't want to offend this person or that. We and, then, and then inevitably, yeah, inevitably I piss off Pennsylvania. Texas. Texas. England. England. Women. When was it women? Well, we basically just... No, I think you're the women. Well, yeah. No, no. We basically just made it so no, that the waitress in question had no... <laughs> she had no input into this. Right. I thought I defended her pretty well. You did. I thought I did a decent job of defending her. But building up to that, if you shut the show off, she had no say in it. <laughs> At the end, you came Well, that's back why like, it's important Whoa. to listen to the story, you know, to listen to the whole story. Hear me out. Yeah. Don't just, like, fucking shut off the show in the middle of it and send us a fucking hate letter. Or maybe do so. We do get... Do we get hate mail? We get some harsh criticisms. Oh. I have not been privy to it. You're better off. Okay. Can be quite mean. Really? Like people can be quite we, we, mean. We, we told people to troll us the first episode, and now now they're mean. They're meanies. Yeah, yeah. They they're, they can be. There's people that say nice things. Right. You know, they're usually friends and family. <laughs> usually, I get sheltered. I, I hear all the nice things about. Yeah. So, oh man. Then again, I, I don't right, know. Right, but I handle all the marketing. Well, you're the producer, so so you get to. Well, production's one thing, but then I do the marketing. Right. And so when you post something, for instance, when Life Attacks went onto Twitter and we were uh, commenting to all these different people that were single, and it was hashtag I'm single because. Right. And we sent out hundreds of private messages to people that may or may not be listening to the show this week. And they were all cool. You know, we were, you know, you're not ugly or you are funny and, you know, you a lot of these people had great stories or great remarks and it was really a fun fun thing right right well all of a sudden a private did you see any of the private messages that showed up on twitter no <laughs> man people were just panning us like we told one you know you're not ugly you're beautiful there's somebody out there for you and you get a message back she's a fucking troll and the fact you gave her hope is just sad <laughs> okay oh by the way i listened to your show it's shit <laughs> okay Glad I contributed to that. <laughs> Thanks for the listen. <laughs> you just upped our score, dickhead. I got I got one where he's like, he favored the comment, and he's like, I just want to remember the, the next time I'm pissed off where to find you. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. How when life attacks, bitch. <laughs> I'm sitting here making all the threats because I know Jim's going to be the one that takes the punch. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> On that note, I was James Hamilton. I was Travis McFalls. Thanks for listening. Why don't you follow us on Twitter at When Life Attacks or Facebook When Life Attacks Podcast. Or you can look directly at our blog, which is whenlifeattackspodcast.com, where you can view our complete list of social media. If you prefer to keep it simple, you can just email us at whenlifeattacks at gmail.com. Article 87. A bro shall at all times say yes. So he saved you from the avalanche? Yes. And he carried you six miles to safety on his broken leg? Yes. And you're a pre-op transsexual nightclub singer who used to be a member of the Russian mob? Da.